welcome to the Business Brainwave Show with Renata Jute, where we will look at ways to optimize your business. In this episode of Business Brainwaves, we will look at the various key areas that we would work on when trying to fix businesses and optimize businesses. So for those of you that are familiar with my work, you may know by now that I am a fixer by nature. For the last number of years, I've spent most of my time attending to and fixing businesses and trusts. And I love that every project is different and that every business has its own unique challenges. I suppose one of my key attributes as a fixer is that I can see patterns in data. Or rather, as is more often my experience, the lack of data. It is this ability that enables me to pinpoint the key areas where I'm able to contribute maximum value in business. So to better explain the key areas of optimization, I decided to categorize the various roles and functions into eight key areas. So let me run through those for you. And these are the key areas that that is my personal preference that I, when I work with businesses and go into basically fix those businesses and pull them apart and see how can we optimize. These are the key areas that I and my team would uh, work on and, and optimize basically. So I normally start with what I refer to as the engine room. Now, what is the engine room? Well, that's the nuts and bolts of the operation. This is really where we look at the back-end operations, the hidden stuff that no one pays too much attention to. This is normally where we would look at automation, the CRMs, those customer relationship management tools. And sometimes when these things are not running smoothly and all in order, this is where you will often find that we are duplicating things, things are slow, we may have problems with delivering on our promises, time management may be an issue, and we may even experience problems with our customer care. The next section where I get involved in, and I think this is one of my absolute favorites for those of you that again, are familiar with my work and that know me will know that this is my favorite, is guarding the gold. This is all the money stuff. So, you know, if figures, accounting and tax isn't absolutely the reason you jump out of bed in the morning, this is really the area that often trips you up sooner rather than later. This is where we get real close and personal with budgets, cash flows, taxes. And uh, when this area in the business is not optimized, we will find that we are paying too much. This could be too much for our products, for our services, too much tax. We may land up paying penalties. Um, It seems like we're always struggling to meet our financial demands. And we are often caught off guard with our expenses. So I think this is also one that we really need to pay attention to because really this section of guarding the gold is what's going to allow us to really trade the rest of our business. The next section I focus on would be the stuff that gets us into trouble. And this is generally because they said so. So these are all the rules, the regulations, the compliance, the stuff that really glazes over most people's eyes. In confession time, not even I love this section. 
but it is so necessary to get this sorted and intact. So really the good thing about this is when you get in there and you get it sorted and it's all up to date and your files are whether it's in the cloud or physical files, once it's sorted, it's fairly simple to keep it up to date. It's just to get started, to get it sorted and to actually understand which rules, regulations and compliance relates to your business. And that can sometimes trip us up. Next section I look at is let's not start a riot. And this is where we're talking about the people stuff. But when I talk about the people stuff here, I am not referring to the emotional and the human side of the business. I'm more talking about the transactional. In other words, the paper stuff, the rule stuff, the system stuff that works around the people. And often we find that unless you've got a fairly expensive in-house HR person or or um, division, your human resources division in your business, often this will fall by the wayside. So here we're referring to the human resources systems, the policies and procedures relating to your HR systems. The leave management, for instance, would be one of those. These are the things that are on the back end, again, that people don't look at. Um, so I think where we would see the biggest impact on this would be that this unprecedented, almost overnight transition that we all of a sudden had to go from working in office to working virtually as a result of the COVID pandemic. I think very few businesses were geared for this, had um, systems in place. And although businesses were fairly quick off the ground to get their teams sorted with internet and computers and working from home, there were no actual policies and procedures. And that was the problem three, four, five months down the line. So that would be another section where we would want to look at. Then the fifth portion of the business that I get involved in is what I refer to as the fork in the road. This is where we need to really think about stuff, the strategic decision making. Here we would take into account the global and the internal trends that impact our business. And let's face it, 2020 has certainly delivered that in spades. So to survive and thrive, we need to understand that these trends and strategical plans we, we need to really get in there. We need to understand how these things will impact our business in order to move forward. And when strategic planning um, needs to go over into action, we need to understand that our back-end operations and our money stuff needs to support these plans. So often when I get in and start fixing businesses, we have these strategic plans. The, the business owners will come to me and say, this is my plan moving forward. But when I then get in on the ground level and I start looking at the back-end operations, I realize that the back-end systems, the financial situation of the business may not in actual fact support this vision. And that is then when we need to start tweaking and fixing. Number six is the next section where I focus, and that is getting more bang for my buck. In other words, doing more with what I have. That would mean that we want to look at the resources we have. 
not necessarily getting more. And let's face it, currently many of us are having to get things done with a lot less. So, to get more bang for our buck, we often have to look at upskilling the people in our teams, repurposing what we have available, and resource optimization. In my next podcast, I'm certainly going to delve into that a little bit more. Number seven is where we look at from, from good to great. This is where we look at the human performance. So circling back to the people, this is where we want to look at the human component of the business. How is it that I will get more from my team? And for me personally, I do believe that where we first have to start is to understand the unique individual contributions delivered by each person in our team. And then also to understand that even though we may have a bigger team, often when you have two or three people working on projects, those will form smaller teams. And those smaller teams as a team would also have a unique contribution to the bigger team and to the business as a whole. So really understanding the unique contributions in your business is going to go a long way for you to understanding how to move the team members from good to great. But we also need to look at what learning and development is required to move our team members forward and to further enhance their contribution delivery. And then lastly, the the, the final thing I would look at in my eight-step process would be what I refer to as the yardstick. In other words, measuring performance. So, I'm sure you would agree with me, but gone are the days of those dreaded, stuffy, annual performance reviews where people come into a boardroom dreading the moment and it's really just a measurement of what you've done wrong and how that's going to impact your bonus. No, what we now want to do is we want to see how we can lift people, how we can get them to perform as a team and how that will move our business forward. So really where, where we would probably get the best from our team and also in the end, on the bottom line, because remember getting the best of our team would result in a better bottom line, is first and foremost, setting clear expectations. How is a team member supposed to know what to do and how to do it if all he got was a job spec or a task list, but there's no real clear expectations? Also, what about those frequent touch points? where we have regular check-ins with our teams, whether it be a weekly meeting, whether it be a monthly meeting, whether it be a, just pop into my office, let's touch base, let's see where we are, measuring on projects from time to time, not just at a start point and an end point, but having those frequent touch points. Because you will certainly be able to remove stumbling blocks and confusion when you have more frequent touch points. And then, of course, also recognizing performance regularly. Don't leave that for the end of the year, just before bonus time. Recognize performance as we go. And with that, I mean, when a job's well done, 
acknowledge well done. When we see we're going off the rails and something's not working as it should, address it then and there. Let's see how we can fix it at that particular moment, because the longer we leave it, the worse it will get. So, those are my key areas in business that I look at when I want to fix and optimize businesses. So to recap, we've got the engine room, which refers to the nuts and bolts of the operation. We've got guarding the gold, which is all your money stuff. The stuff that gets us in trouble, and those are the rules, regulations, and compliance. Let's not start a riot, which is the people stuff, but referring to the HR systems and the paperwork and the rules and regulations. The fork in the road, and that refers to our strategic decisions. Getting more bang for our buck, and that is what are we doing with our resources. Moving from good to great, where we focus on human performance. And then lastly, the yardstick, where we measure performance. Now, in the next couple of podcasts for this month, I will be delving deeper into these uh, sections and pulling them apart a little bit more so that we can actually get more um, information on these various topics. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Business Brainwaves. For more Business Brainwaves, please visit my website, nobleprosperity.co.za, follow me on Facebook, or connect with me on LinkedIn. For easy access, the links are posted below.